0: Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man.
1: Rolls to the right. Stafford throws deep. The man out there. Enzo!
0: Caught. touchdown to Cordy. Martin
1: Jones. Drink it in, drink it in.
0: Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Corn bread. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in.
1: Now. Detroit Kool Aid, everybody, we are back back here on a wednesday to talk about another lions w you know what it is i'm undefeated never lost lions getting it done in philly oh my goodness i can't wait to talk all about it but uh we know we got to hit the Griffka with the hey buddy remix off the top hey buddy hey buddy hey buddy Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Grifka, what's going on, buddy?
0: Oh, man, just uh, sitting here. Glad a uh, Big W on uh, Sunday. It's uh, a <laughs> you know, pretty exciting game.
1: Is that the W you predicted last week, or was that when you predicted a loss, but now you're happy because of the W? I just want to make happy.
0: sure. I know I predicted a loss, but I'm happy because of the W, of course.
1: Huh. So, in a certain way, you kind of covered your backside on both sides, like I've said many times around the podcast. Is that right?
0: Well, with that prediction? No, I thought they would lose the game, but I'm happy they won. I mean, I'm not sad right. that they lost. Right. I didn't have so, a bet either so or anything like that. So, so
1: you predicted a loss because that's what your brain or that's what, you know, the the old Lions fan and you said. But now that they won, you're happy. So, like, either way, you probably would have been pretty decent. I mean, I think that deserves a Grifka bell. That, that, that's the classic Grifka double cover, if I've ever uh, seen one right there. So, yeah, Grifka, I got... I got other bones to pick with you on this show, but we're going to have a bunch of fun. We're going to talk about this ball game, But first thing I want to do is have a little fun. And before the game last week, again, me and you both aren't uh, the best when it comes to social media. But uh, I've been trying to sort of interact with our fans, interact with Lions fans, and chat it up a little bit when I can, you know, as time permits. So last week I kind of put out there, hey, heading into Philly. I need your Caruso's. And, uh, man, I got to say, some of the people definitely came through. I thought I'd read a couple off the top. I mean, uh, sound, sound good to you, Grifka?
0: Wait Now, do they have the punchline as the last word, or are these ones that when they sent them to you, you adjusted them to make it an actual Caruso?
1: Yeah, the, there's going to be both, because I love the people trying the Carusos, but there's definitely a coaching up on the Carusos that continues to happen, because some of them are too long, some are clunky, some do not end with the final word. But uh, like I said, I thought I got off a couple good ones. We'll see if uh, if you agree. And then the people came in with some as well. So how about we do this off the top before we get in this ball game?
0: Yeah, I want to hear – I'm interested to hear some of these.
1: <laughs> so, Grifka, this was, my, this was my initial Caruso to the people when I asked them to send them. It went a little something like this. Well, Frank, I guess you could say the Lions undefeated streak in Philly will just have to – carry on <laughs> so i mean i set the tone i mean that's that's big time right there i thought that was excellent so um let me pull a couple of these other ones up so i knock that one out let me find let me get this frank ribble uh caruso that he busted out he says well Derek." Bevel needs to call some plays for the outlier, TJ Hawkinson. If he doesn't, I bet on Hawkinson, I will have to find something to hawk.
0: (laughs) That one was long.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Frank. So, so my reply to Frank was, Hey, you know, appreciate the effort. Let me fix that for you. Let me, let me see if I uh, nailed this one for him. I said, well, Frank, at Grifka DKC, you might call him a croc. But Detroit's future statue will be better than Philly's when they make one of... Hawk. <laughs> so that one was a little more of a rhyme. I mean, uh, again, you want the ending word to make some sense but uh, you know rhyming is good like you say uh, less the better at times so I think uh, your boy I think this is one of your buddies Grifka it must be one of your boys that's undercover here Joey two times he wrote me and said that Caruso it's not that great which hey hey, Joey two (laughs) times here's a couple Grifka bells one for that slap at me and then you also get one for your profile picture where you're sitting on the stoop with like some type of rooster on your lap. I mean, that's a, that's a double bell, but uh, he, yeah, he comes at me and he used he used your catchphrase. So I thought that was funny, but then Joey two times comes in with this. Well, Derek Eagles might become irritated with lions, running backs. Detroit suggests applying plenty of, and then he puts, put the sunglasses on Johnson and Johnson. So, so I gave him, I gave him some credit. I was kind of like, you know, not not bad. I I like where you're heading. So I, I have fixed it for him. Just tightened it up a little bit. And I said, Well, Frank, for years the Lions' RBs have been flaky, but now they have cleaned that up with a little dose of Johnson and Johnson. So I, got, I got the flaky in there with they haven't been that good. You know, I tightened it up a little bit with some of the wording. But uh, like I say, Joy, two times, he gets some credit for that. Griffka, we got to get Aaron Bullock in here. He came in with one. This one's got to be discussed. It says, Well, Derek, the Eagles will feel robbed when we win this weekend. But this bank robbery isn't because we've got Jesse James. <laughs> Not terrible <laughs> that's that's a half caruso half crickets because uh here's the part that i that he got the crickets for because after he has the jesse james he doesn't have like hit the music or he should have tied in you know it all together but instead in in parentheses he has if nobody knows who the american outlaw jesse james is i'm sorry you didn't get it so I wrote them back. I'm like, I'm like, good effort. Uh, let the people get it or not without the explanation. And then, uh, and then I fixed it and, and tell me this isn't worthy. Griff. I put uh, again, I'll probably start trying to do these with people's names and make them funny, but I, I do like the, well, Frank, it's just easy to do. So I put uh-huh. um, might go something a little like this. Well, Frank, Jesse James of the lions feels Philly fan is the true. Outlaw. So I I got a little shot at Philly fan, which I thought was good. You know, that's always, that's always a good time. So, so we got, Those were kind of the the noteworthy ones before the game. Now, listen to this one. So, after the game, we'll get into the win and everything that happened. But I've been on a Mike Flynn rant where he just, like, he hates all of our home teams and gets on and just complains about everything and super negative. Um, So, I've been ranting and raving about him on Twitter. We got, like... You know, a good percentage of people that are on my side, and a very small percentage that say, "Oh, you know, he's telling the truth. He knows what he's talking about." All this other garbage, right? Uh So when I heard him complaining after the game, I said, uh, "Basically, not one word about the Lions today." When I checked in on the Valenti show, big surprise. I'm shocked. All he wanted to do was bash Michigan the whole show rather than talk about a great, thrilling Lions win, which we'll talk plenty about here. And then I hashtagged it, Valente equals joke, hashtag the Valenti clown show, 97.1 the ticket. So people were loving that. And the first reply, get back, get this. This is classic. So this Lynn lady writes back, my thoughts exactly. I tuned in to hear his BS about the Lions, but, and then she uses our gimmick crickets. Don't know if she's a fan of the show, but Lynn, if you listen, holla back, thank you. And then I put uh, (laughs) Lynn, I'm not sure if you know the Carusos uh, that we do on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, but here's one for you anyway. This one, I actually used her name. Well, Lynn. I guess you could say these days the Valenti shows disapproval percentage is approximately 97.1. <laughs> Come on, Grifta, that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wow. Like I said, man, I've been on a rant. The people are coming through. I mean, if if we continue this, we're going to get some incredible Caruso's. I, I think my batting percentage is pretty quality. Don't, uh, don't listen to Grifka's favorite friend, Joey two times over there, but, uh, love sending them in. I even sent a direct message to my guy, skip on Twitter. Skip's been the the king of the Caruso's, trying to get at them and putting them on there. I said, where are you at on these Caruso's? And, uh, Waiting to hear back. He's been kind of off the map. So, Skip, if you're out there, shout out and uh, be on these Carusos. I need some some Kansas City Chiefs Lions Carusos, people. Let's get those going. So, Grifco, we had a little fun off the top. Got a couple of those in. Now we got to review this game. Now I got to take you to task on a few things. So, what I want to do is kind of work through the game, talk about it. And then I also want to do a little bizarro Kool-Aid. What that's going to be is like on certain plays, certain things we talk about, I might call for a timeout. I might call for a little pause in the action and need us to switch roles where you're me and I'm you so I can tell the people what I thought you were thinking on some of these plays. I'm so glad you don't bombard me with your text now when there's issues. Um, A lot of my buddies who are... Kool-Aid drinkers will write me, hey, come on, we got to have this play. What a great throw by Stafford. All this good stuff pumps me up on a Sunday um, other than uh, some of the messages I got from you in the past. So how about we take a break? We'll come back. We'll do the game review for the people, a little bizarro Kool-Aid so they can hear what I think you're thinking. You can tell them what I'm thinking. We'll have some fun with that and talk about a big W for our Lions, Griff. Because I I don't know if you've heard. I mean, you might have heard it once or twice somewhere. I don't know. But the Lions, I mean.
0: I'm undefeated.
1: Never lost. Never lost. Does that sound like a plan to we'll do that after the break? Yeah, let's do that. Alright, we'll be right back.
0: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th.
1: Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Everybody, we're back. This is everybody's favorite part of the show where we talk about a big Lions dub ski. Road victory, which is always clutch in the NFL, and it's also everybody's favorite time because this is when I beat up Grifka for loving the victory, but probably hating on our Lions for everything they didn't do perfect. Grifka, are you ready to get in this game or talk talk to me about what you want to say right off the top as as this game got started?
0: Well, no, let's uh, let's get into this game. I mean, the biggest thing was it was nice that it was nice to see that the Philadelphia Eagles were missing a couple key components it's always nice when uh, another team is down missing a couple uh, big parts of their offense and I always hate when people are like, "Oh, well, I want to beat them at their best no, I don't give a crap doesn't say anywhere in the sports page or you know in the win-loss column was missing X players so go out there get the W uh, I was happy to see that
1: so pretty much you just want them to punch them in the face and take their candy regardless
0: yeah pretty much because that and I pretty much hate the Eagles anyway and they're dumb fans you know booing everybody and you know they show the picture of the guy like you know yelling and he like works at like the university of pennsylvania which is pretty funny it's like oh yeah
1: <laughs> uh, do you have a little mini uh philly fan rant in your grifka that you can do off the top the people love that
0: uh, of how much i hate philly i mean yeah it's pretty easy i don't know for some odd reason they just think they're they always kind of remind me of like you know, I mean, for lack of a better term, like little brother, it's like you guys aren't the Cowboys. OK, I know you guys play in the same division, but you guys want to talk big and pump your chest or something like that. But face it, you're like the afterthought of that division. Even the New York Giants are like terrible this year, but people would rather watch them than the crappy Eagles. So whatever, man, Philadelphia, it up. You just go home, go boo Santa again. Try to act like, you know, people are like they're knowledgeable fans. No, they're not. They're morons is what they are. They boo everything. You know, it doesn't, you know, whatever. Like they move they walking up, they shake their fist at the clouds and stuff, and, and whatever. I mean, I guess they, they could have used Papali on Sunday, whatever. I mean, that would have been nice if Mark Wahlberg was out there covering kicks for him because maybe he would have tackled Agnew on the kick return, but who knows? I mean, that team sucks, anyways. Forget them. I mean, God, Philly. Oh, we won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, you lucked into it. And, you know, it was like, it was crap was all rigged because nobody wanted to see New England win it again. You know, that, that was a joke. But, you know, Philly, we're Philly. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Nobody lives in Philadelphia, okay? They all live in, like, somewhere else. And they'd rather not go to Philadelphia. So, yeah, whatever.
1: Oh, classic. All right. Um, like you say, this game uh, was a big road game. Philly's all beat up. We were coming off playing, uh, you know, again. uh you know, I I think wins are playing well. I think the offenses look pretty good. Everybody else was trying to nitpick our lines. I felt like, hey, come in and play how they played. They had a good chance of winning this ball game, which I predicted. And uh, right off the top, I mean, the uh, the Eagles come out, get the football, they drive right down the field. It looks like it's going to be kind of a that first drive tight touchdown. Uh, de- defense stiffens up, and uh, they end up getting a field goal. So, uh, Grifco, we might as well do our first Bizarro Kool Aid right here on this first drive. You you want to do this?
0: Yeah, we can do this.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna be Grifka, and uh, this is what I thought Grifka was probably thinking. First drive, come down, Carson Palmer or Carson Wentz is completing everything. Uh, here we go again. Our defense is a sieve; can't stop anybody. They they're just gonna drive right down, score a touchdown. They get real close. Grifka is just thinking, man, uh, our defense is terrible. They can't do anything. This is this is embarrassing. Probably uh probably creaking back and forth in the lazy boy a couple times. And then uh, he's all down on it, just thinking, Ugh, and then they hold him to a field goal and then he's all pumped up. So that, that that's what probably what I thought you were doing uh, that first drive.
0: Do we get to do, do, do the comeback of like what we were actually thinking? Because I was thinking like, they have no wide receiver. How is he completing this to everybody? What is it? Where's the pass rush? So yeah, you're sort of <laughs> along the lines, but I know. Right, you're right, well, I can't, I can't
1: get there. everything. And I wasn't there, but yeah, those are obviously takes too, where you're going to be like, yeah. Complaining about pass rush, complaining about oh they don't even have their own good receivers. We're getting shredded, you know. Yeah, of course you're going to say all that garbage. Yeah.
0: So um, well I guess if if that's way it is, I know you were sitting back, you know, and probably going, it's okay, it's a long game, it's fine, we got this, right? man. It, it's a long game. It's just the first drive. It, it, it's right? okay you know, it's fine. Somebody will show up. It's okay. You know, we're fine. You know, Flowers will be there. You know, he's, you know, he's, he's coming around and, you know, we got Davis back. So it's fine. Oh, 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 oh Way to hold them guys. That was a great defensive stand. You know, great defensive stand a field goal. Now we get the ball. So was I close?
1: Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Plenty of football left to play. No big worries. I mean, uh, Grifka's saying that Trey Flowers is, you know, he's probably like the guys I saw on the uh, press conference. You know, they trade Trey Flowers. He's terrible. I was like, man, is this Grifka online or what is this? Because uh, it's game three and the guy's coming off a shoulder. And yeah, he he was dang good in this football game. So, yeah, I'm thinking all that stuff. And uh, the other reason I want to do Bizarro Kool-Aid is for the people just as we do these to think what would you rather hear sitting next to somebody at a game or like dealing with them in general? Would you rather hear the Oakry where I'm saying, hang in there. It's one drive. we got plenty of football left. Or would you want Grifka, who already broke his coffee table and quit on the team on the first drive? Cause he thought we were going to get a touchdown. But when they h- held him to a field goal, he's all fired up. I mean, you tell me people when this is all said and done, hit me up on Twitter at Derek Oakry, D E R E K O K R I E. This, this is where you can do a cheap plug. If you want Grifka.
0: Well, okay. I mean, you're right. I guess what people want to hear, but I guess, you know, real fans that, you know, just saw a team that, uh, was supposed to have like no offense and just marched down the field and, you know, look at the warts like I do, uh, of course. So, uh, they, they might want to hear that as opposed to like, you know, everything's okay. So yeah, hit me up at, uh, at Griffka DKC on Twitter, if you agree with me or, uh, feel free to, um uh, you know, uh, you know, hit up Oakry, you know, just tell him you know, uh, you know, everything's, everything's going great, even though, uh, you know, uh, the defense didn't look back great on that first drive.
1: Grifka, uh, can you give that Twitter one more time? I didn't quite
0: catch it. Um, at Grifka DKC. That's not a good call. no, you don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call.
1: Had to drop the hammer on Grifka right off the bat when he's getting his uh, Twitter in twice. It, people, unless you want to hear why the Lions are so terrible and why they got lucky, that's the only time you want to hit up at Grifka DKC. But uh, let's keep this moving. We'll do a couple more bizarro kool aid as we get going. So, so, again, Grifka's all upset. You know, I'm sitting there going, not only am I happy that they held him to a field goal, but, hey, it was one drive, no big deal. What do they do? They kick the football off to Jamal Agnew, who, again, full admission. I told him when he dropped that punt, I think it was a game or so ago, I said, cut him. He's gone. I was done with this guy. Like, his only job, because he can't play cornerback, is to catch the dang ball on punts and field goals. Sure enough, our boy, Matt Pat, hangs in there with him, and uh, he absolutely comes through for him, catches his ball, turns it upfield, scores an incredible 100. Uh, yeah, you heard me right. 100- 100. Oh, oh. 100-yard touchdown uh, for Jamal Agnew. I mean, we usually save this for uh, another player on the Lions, but I think it's appropriate here. Oh, baby! This was huge. This was big. Jamal Agnew for his confidence, for the team, for everybody. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Uh, gosh, I might as well. I got to do Dan Miller if I'm going to say that, right? Touchdown, Detroit Lions! It's so much better than I just did it. Uh, Grifka, we house it. Uh, man, I, I think this deserves another uh, Bizarro Kool Aid. Uh, this is this is Grifka uh, after the score. Oh yeah, here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Agnew, that a boy. Yeah, and uh, that that's Grifka going nuts when uh, you know he was down in the dumps, uh, thinking that we were just going to get blown out. But now he's
0: fired up again. Okay, so, um, well, I guess if that's the case, uh, what you just said is probably what you just said as yourself, so, I guess, yeah, there we go, I I know, I know he sucked two weeks ago, but now he's awesome, all pro, there he is, showing it, showing it right there, I always believed in him, yeah, yeah, that's it, man, I knew, I knew Matt Pat was right, I knew Coach Patricia would stick by him, yeah, you're awesome, yeah, we got this, we got this 48-7, 48-3, running by their own house.
1: Uh, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't that that, uh, all those, uh, Gosh, what'd you do? You did some exaggerations there, which I enjoy. That's uh, entertainment for the people. But I was fired up. I mean, when you get a 100-yard touchdown and answer a score, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, I just admitted to you and to the people that, yeah, he wouldn't have been on my football team just because I was frustrated with this guy. But, hey, tip my cap. Matt Pat made a great decision. I was wrong, and he scores. And uh, that's a big play for our Lions. So I was fired up about it. So um, sure enough, first quarter continues to go. You know, they, they put together another drive, the Eagles and good old Jordan Howard. I mean, this guy's incredible, right? He's just a absolute freak athlete. Uh, uh, Not really. He's kind of a slug running back nowadays. um, He has had some good moments in the NFL, but he starts chewing up our defense I mean, might as well hit pause here. The Bizarro Kool-Aid. Look, look at our defense. We can't stop anybody. It's Jordan Howard. We got, we got him running over Trey Flowers. We got him uh, Swiss cheese on our defense. I mean, this is, this is Jordan Howard. I mean, are you kidding me? We can't stop anyone. I mean, whatever. I mean, please. This is – we're, we're going to get blown out. This team's terrible. Please. That's my Grifka. Jordan Howard okay, scores a yeah. one-yard touchdown. Nice and easy untouched.
0: Okay, and then yours would be probably something to the effect like, it's okay, man, run defense is coming around. Jordan Howard's one of the best backs in the game, man. He's probably top five back. It's okay, though. It's okay, we got this. Our def- our run defense will come around. It's okay. Jordan Howard, you- you're really good. You're really good. It's okay. We It's okay, Lines defense will come up. <laughs>
1: Close right and 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 part of the reason i was thinking that is because i look at the scoreboard Grifka, it's the first quarter and it's 10 to 7 i mean 10 to seven's a regular nfl football game uh just because uh they they had a few bad moments i haven't flipped out on the team i mean if it's I got issues. When it's 10-7, no big issues. We're hanging in this football game. What do we come back with 14 minutes on the clock in the second quarter? So really, really early in the second quarter, we have another great drive. We we bang it down the football field. We get to the one-yard line. Oh, I got to hit pause. This is sort of where we do a bizarro Kool-Aid because what do we do? We get down to the one. But what do we do? We can't smash it in the first couple plays. Here's Grifka. And, and look at this. We're down the one yard line and these guys can't score. I mean, really, you can't just run it up the middle with carry on. This is embarrassing. Whatever. I mean, psh, this is, this is a joke, man. I mean, we can't score from one yard out. This team's not going to beat anyone. I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, sure enough, after he's done bitching, uh, the Lions go ahead and carry on. Jumps over the pile. I think it was on third down. Scores a great touchdown from, uh, Carry on. Man, we haven't played it in a while, Griffko, Where's where's my carry on? At? we got to find that. Got to give the people a little uh, carry on Johnson sound uh, just for the people up and over the top. Carry on Johnson.
0: Carry on my wayward son. Touchdown Detroit Lions.
1: Griffko, what do you got to say for yourself? You had to love this or were you too busy complaining because they didn't score on the first play when they were in tight?
0: No, I wasn't too busy complaining. I mean, I realized Philadelphia has a good run defense, and they're stout up the middle. So um, I was more uh, – I would have been more disappointed if they would have set up from a field goal at that point. But uh, I know when uh, it was uh, – you know, when they didn't get on the first couple downs, you were like, it's okay. That's why you got you, – you're going to go for it on fourth down. Even if – it's fourth down territory right here. You got to go for it at that close. It's fine. It's fine. And then they scored, and you were probably jumping up and down and – had to get the uh, buffalo sauce off your chin from, you, from the buffalo wings you are eating. So that's pretty much how I, I see you on Sunday when that
1: happened. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. Like I say, uh, the first and goal, didn't get in. Hey, no worries. We're slam, Here's me. Run up the middle again. Pound them. What do they do? They go up the middle, can't get in. Next play, up over the top, my guy, on Johnson, who everybody's been asking me, oh, hey, Okri, what's up with on Is he going to be good or is he going to step it up? I mean, really, was this guy supposed to run for 150 and two touches every game for you guys to love him? I mean, he's getting positive yards, as Chris Spielman said. He's leaning forward. Um, I expect a breakout game here at some point. And like I say, don't go Grifka. Don't worry about the first couple games, first couple plays. Like, let the season play out. See where he's at at the end. If he's at over 1,000 yards and receiving yards and some decent touchdowns, big deal what he had in the first couple games. If he's a lot lower than that yeah we probably had injuries or issues so love what carry doing and and more than that i mean i love the grifka backpedal this, this is the grifka like now everything's just peaches and cream he was just hanging in there he was just sitting there oh hey the, the eagles got a good deed no worries i mean i'm glad they got in come on people you know he's freaking out thinking that the game was over because we couldn't score when we were on the one i mean don't let him fool you
0: why not Think the game was over because they couldn't score from the one, but uh, I mean that. Uh,
1: what do you mean? I, it's ten seven. Ten seven is when you quit on the Lions when we were together at the Chargers game. You would you would absolutely quit. Well, what's the difference?
0: Quit on them. I mean, they just were struggling. So uh, <laughs> and their defense was struggling. Considering Philadelphia, you know, didn't have all their offensive weapons. They just marched down in the first two possessions and scored. And so, yeah, they were struggling. So, yeah, it was a little worried. Struggling.
1: There you go. Um, Lions go ahead and uh, let me see. They go into the locker room in this game. Um, you know, Matt Prater puts in two field goals. Nice to see him get back on track. Halftime, 20 to 10 Lions. I mean, you pretty much know how I'm thinking. <coughs> excuse me. What I'm thinking right here. And uh, you know what uh, you're thinking as well, because our team's up ten on the road going into halftime. You absolutely gotta love it.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I was like you said. I had I had predicted a loss, and I, I thought thought it would be a, a close loss, but still a loss. So they were up by ten. You know, at halftime, I thought the team was playing pretty well. Um, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't do do a bizarro because that second field goal they they settled for. I thought they settled for the field goal and took the points there where they got from uh, 17 to 20 points. I was like, gosh, because, you know, it was third and eight, and they threw a five-yard pass, and the, um, the DB was tight coverage on on Jones. So he would have had to make some miraculous play to get the first down on that. So at that point, I pretty much knew they were just taking the three points to go up by 10. So that was like, I wasn't the happiest over that. But uh, being up by 10.5, I was pretty happy with the way the game was going at the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, how could you not be? I mean, we're playing great. I mean, if I got to do a Bizarro Kool-Aid, it's Grifka going, all right, like we get the ball at the second half. We got to go down and score a touchdown. We can't let him back in the game. I mean, we can't. Uh, we, we, we've seen this before. I mean, we let uh, the Cardinals come back on us. I mean, we we kept the uh, Chargers in the game. You know, you're probably figuring out all the ways this could go wrong where I'm sitting there. I mean, again, you can do an Oakry Bizarro, and I'll tell you what I was thinking, but you probably know.
0: Right, but yeah, you you're pretty much right on what I was thinking. You know, hey, stay calm, keep the pedal to the metal. You know, we, we let it and we it happened against the Cardinals. So I know you're probably thinking, We got this, you know, teams playing really well, defense is stout, holding them. Uh, you know, Stafford's looking pretty decent out there. You know, just uh we need the offensive line to come around so uh we can run the ball a little bit in the second half.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had some friends writing me. I mean, everybody's high in the sky. I definitely was feeling great about how they were playing. I mean, making I mean, the big thing I have here on my note sheet is turnovers, man. Big time turnovers. Uh, it, usually whenever we do that, we win football games. So I don't know uh, your favorite uh, player in the world, Jared Davis. Um, He uh, comes out, knocks the football out and then you get uh, later in the football game. Uh, another ball on the ground, big play, picking it up. So anytime they can get turnovers and play decent football offensively, I feel like we got a good chance to win the game. So um, like I say, coming out of the locker room, even my friends are writing me. I was kind of like, you know, just hang in there. Let's uh, let's finish this game. You know, I'm not thinking like what could happen or how could the sky fall. But I'm thinking, yeah, just come out and play that same half and you'll win this by 14 points or more. And, uh, you know, sure enough, the line get the ball. They they don't do too much. Um, third quarter is kind of bland until late in the third quarter with four minutes left. Um, you know, Eagles put together a good drive. Uh, Nelson Aguilar scores a uh, 20-yard touchdown, and, yep, unfortunately, this is where I have to do the Bizarro Kool-Aid. This is a a ball thrown out to the outside, and this is Grifka going, make a tackle! I mean, gosh, like, what is this? Uh, We can't tackle anybody. I mean, we're never going to win playing like this. That's my best Grifka because... This guy waltzed through our defense, scores a touchdown. Now it's 2017. Grifka's blood pressure's up. He's had too much salt. Um, this is not looking good for him. I'm sitting there going, you know, 2017, like, still in the lead, and we're getting the football back. Let's go.
0: Really? You were okay with that, that they gave up the score?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would, uh, you obviously wanted to get him on the ground, but I'm the guy that every week on the show preaches NFL football. Like, the other team's going to make plays you're going to screw up and miss some plays. So the lions had not, you know, looked bad at defensively and this was one of those plays where he caught it a couple missed tackles and he rumbles into the end zone. I mean, it's going to happen now if it happens multiple times in crucial situations, I'm going to come on here and rant and rave about it. But when I felt like this was the first, you know, Swiss cheese defense play I had seen, unfortunately it, it, you know, created a touchdown for them, I'm not going to freak out, especially with the confidence I have that our O can go back and, and do some things. So that's where my head was at.
0: Okay. See, I mean, if I would, if I would have had to do a bizarre with Derek on that, I'd be like, okay, okay. You know, defense gave up some plays there, but gosh, you know, I, I, I thought I me mean, personally, I thought you'd be a little more worried at that point, so because, like you said, it was a little ho hum there in the third quarter. They didn't look really good coming out with the ball at the start of the third, and I think they had what one other drive in there too, where it was pretty short, they really didn't do anything with it, so um, it seemed like Philadelphia made a few adjustments there, and I guess my thought is like you may have been a little more worried, so but that's just how i I took it. You're right, I was very worried at that point i my salt wasn't. <laughs>
1: Um, so like I said, 2017, um, Lions nation that, uh, that, you know, acts and feels like Grifka is freaking out, you know, again, heading into the fourth quarter, Lions put together another drive right off the bat. I, I don't have it in front of me if this was the next drive, but I'm pretty sure, you know, it, it either was the next drive or the drive after they come down first drive, basically of the fourth quarter come down. Um, absolute beautiful throw by Matt Stafford to Marvin Jones for 12 yard touchdown. My favorite part of the play is carry on Johnson. Um, got to give him the sound bite on this one.
0: Carry on my son.
1: You go back and watch this man. 33 stepped up, made a great block and a guy coming off the edge gave Stafford a little extra time and Matt Stafford, my favorite part about the play too. Not only did he put loft on the ball, he threw it to a spot, a good spot. He's been known to overthrow it, underthrow it, whatever it may be. He picked a great spot to throw the football. He put air under it, and a heck of a catch by Marvy Jones. I mean, I feel like everybody's sleeping on this guy that, yeah, he had great numbers in this game, six catches for 101 and a touch. But this guy's making diving catches, first down plays, clutch plays on fourth down against the Chargers. And then he goes up over the shoulder sliding backwards and makes it look easy I mean I thought it was incredible I love this play
0: yeah that was I was very impressed with uh, the way Marvin Jones actually he's kind of been playing all year making some uh, tough catches out there and um, but yeah the game he had on uh, on Sunday I was I was really happy and that was a big point in the game like that catch you just mentioned that was that was just a uh, I don't want to say a turning point, but it was definitely one of the uh, key plays needed for the Lions in the game Sunday.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Grifka calls it a key play, everybody. Puts us up 27-17. Incredible catch start the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty key key play, Grifka. I'd, I'd say this was the play of the game, no question about it. Um, Lions play some solid defense. You know, goes back and forth. Um, next thing, you know, Nelson Aguilar again, catches a two yard touchdown. I'm not sure where it was in the ball game, but I know there was a huge drop by Dallas Goddard, just a walk-in touchdown that went off his Eric Ebron like hands and drops it. I mean, again, and that was Goddard the guy, same guy,
0: same yeah, Goddard. Like, uh, I think a couple plays, right? but Well, it was, um, a couple plays before, but then the Lions got some penalty that game, like another first down. So they had, they had a fresh set of downs is what they had. There yeah. was a couple of personal fouls or a couple of penalties right there on the Lions that uh, maintained the drive and they got just uh, they got a couple of penalized first downs. So it was actually on that same drive a few plays right before that.
1: Yeah, Dallas Goddard's the guy I've been pumping up, you know, in fantasy, if if Ertz was ever to go down, I think this guy's incredible. He's kinda like a Travis Kelsey type Uh, bodybuild and player, you know, he's just still kind of in a bad situation where he's not out there a ton and he had some injuries, but uh, man, I was just super surprised. He dropped this football. I couldn't have been happier except that it did hurt me in a couple of my really deep fantasy leagues, but I wasn't worried about that. I was super excited that it went off his frying pan hands in this situation. And uh, yeah, like you said, the the other thing we got to talk about before we get to the end of this game is, oh my goodness, where there's some, some referee calls that, uh, like, again, this probably deserves a bizarro Kool-Aid. Like, I mean, some of these, like, push-offs that they called. And, I I mean, the bizarro Kool-Aid is me being Grifka. Oh man, they're going to call that on the defense. They, they never give us plays. Uh, they never give us calls. I mean, we're, we're not the giants, uh, Dallas green Bay. I mean, any of these teams they love, I mean, we're not going to get that call. Watch, watch them come back and call that on us. Bunch of garbage, bunch of bull crap. And then they come back and give us a couple incredible calls. The one on Darren Sproles was off the charts. And then, uh, earlier in the football game too, they called kind of a ticky tack offensive push that I loved. Um, it got me all pumped up. What would you think about these penalties, Griff? Was I, am I on point that you were just freaking yeah. out, thinking, here, here these are going to go against the Lions again, like they always yeah. do, in your of opinion? Of course.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you know me. I'm thinking to myself, there it is. There's the penalty to keep the drive alive. There it is. I mean, so blatant <laughs> offensive pass interference. So, yeah, you were right on this. And um, <laughs> I, I don't oh, you're know. Right, I mean, I, I don't know if you thought to yourself, well, it's got to be offensive pass interference. We got this. We got this. No problem. We got this. I mean, considering – I mean, you got to be like, we're getting calls all day. Look at the face mask. They didn't call on Miles Killebrew, and he almost ripped the guy's
1: head off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was incredible too. I mean, I'm – like you say, I'm a a guy that if it's really egregious or, like I said, I think I wrote a couple of my buddies and said, man, the refs are ruining NFL football with just these – I mean, really, you're going to call holding on every play? Yeah, we get it. There's holding on every play. You're going to call a penalty, as we said at the Charger game, on every kick, every punt, every everything. Like, it makes it unwatchable points. Like, nobody signed up to watch the referees, but – uh but, yeah, I mean, again, a lot of those I'm kind of hanging in there. And then when they say it's on them and even if it's questionable, like, say, I'm I'm like you said with the, hey, we won and you were injured. I don't care. Like, that's a terrible call, but it goes against you. Oh, I'm happy. You know what? A, what a great call by the refs. Uh, I'm fired up. So definitely on all those, I was super pumped because they helped our lines.
0: Yeah, anytime the Lions can get a call from the referees, I'm all for it because just doesn't seem to happen very much. Because you're right, we're not the Packers or the Cowboys or the Steelers or the Giants or the Patriots. So.
1: Uh, Grifka, here's the one we got to get into. And this is the one where I literally looked at my phone and said, oh, good, I don't have a message because you know that we've had our battles and basically muted you a couple times. And I was like, if he wrote me, I'm going to freaking smash my phone right now. So the Lions are up, you know, 27, 24. We're we're heading down the field. We kind of stall out. We're about to kick. I think it was around a, gosh, probably about a 40-some yard field goal, whatever it was. Matt Prater, he's been money all day after he missed a few against the Chargers. And what happens? The kick is blocked. Not only is it blocked, they start to run it back, and it looks like an absolute house call. I mean, all I heard in my head was was you going, see, we freaking lost a game. These guys can't block anyone. This has always happens to the Lions. I can't believe it. And uh, he's rumbling down the field. It looks like he's down at the 20, so it's a guaranteed field goal, if not a touchdown, plenty of time on the clock, probably about a minute, 50, something like that on the clock. And what happens? They call kind of a bougie block in the back, brings this thing all the way back to the 50. Uh, again, another bizarro Kool-Aid, Grifka thinking, Oh well, like I'm glad it's back at the fifty, but I mean plenty of time. Carson Wentz been carving us up, like you know, down three. They'll probably go in and score a touchdown, and we'll lose the game. But uh, that's not what yeah, happened. That's a,
0: honestly, that's exactly what I was thinking. But uh, that was a uh, bougie block in the back. I mean, that was that was a, that was a block in the back. I mean, that was the 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 proto. The, that was like whatever he says. If you see his numbers, don't hit him. And Malcolm Jenkins, who blocked the ball, is the one who threw the block in the back. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was, that wasn't a cheapy. That was a full, you know, that was a full block in the back right there. So, uh, right.
1: But, I, but I call it a cheapy because he wasn't going to make the play. The guy he blocked, wasn't going to like make this tackle. He was like out of the play by a few yards and he, yeah, to the definition of he hit him in the back. But I, I don't like those calls that are made when they're five, 10 yards away from the football. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe it was a penalty, but the guy wasn't going to get him down anyway. So let it go that's what that's what holds up the NFL right now It's like well you know I know that holding was on the left side of the line and the ball was all the way on the right side outside to a receiver but I gotta call it it's like you well, know if it impacts I don't, the play call I don't know it if, if, if not keep you, I not keep I don't know if the, to say the guy
0: wouldn't have made the play I mean he was he was going towards the sideline and Malcolm he broke back behind him when Malcolm Jenkins was standing there and you like kind of pushed him back now if Malcolm Jenkins isn't there you're right. Maybe it's like an, an arm flail or something like that. But to say, like, he wouldn't have made the play, he wasn't you know nowhere near it. I mean, Malcolm Jacobs there, he pushed the guy out of the way and didn't give the guy even a chance to come back when the guy who returned the ball broke back. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a cheapy call by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Yeah. Well, like us say, yeah, I still got to find some time to watch. I want to watch this game back, and, and I'll keep my eye on that. But first look, I thought it was kind of one of those, well, you know, I'm glad we got it again, but I didn't think it was, you know, exactly as called. But, Krifka, um, how many years are we going to have to do this show before you get out of this mindset where, like, you know, there's nothing in this football game that says they're going to go right down and score, especially once you see the ball at the 50, like, You gotta break this mold where you just think that all this stuff is gonna happen because it happened in the past. I mean, it's it's a whole new team, a whole new year. Like, there's no reason to to say same old Lions. There's no reason to say here we go again. What? Because they blocked a kick. Like you've never seen that again in an NFL game. Like, okay, it came at a bad time. Happens. You know, if it happened in the first quarter, you wouldn't have been freaked out. But everybody freaks out now. See, the Lions fourth quarter, we would get a kick blocked. Well sometimes you get a kick blocked. Like that's my mentality is I don't freak out because I don't put all this extra stuff on things that are like, Oh, see, I knew that would happen to the lions. It's like that happens in NFL football and it just happened at a bad time. And they're at the 50 and all we got to do is stop them, which is all I kept yelling, just get a stop, just make a play. And what do they do? They came out and made a couple great plays to get off the field and to uh, take a kneel down. So talk me through it if you want. But my mentality is always, you still got plenty of opportunities right here to still win this game. Don't cry in your cereal. There's no reason to.
0: Um, After that happened and they're back at the 50, and like you said, you're like, just make a play. At that point, always in, in my mind, I'm, I'm always like, okay, four more plays. Because you know it's four down territory. They're always going to go for it, you know, obviously. So whenever a play passes, you know, I, I try to sit, you know, you know, I try to remain as calm as possible so I don't have a stroke. But I'm always like, you know, after first, I'm like, OK, three more plays. That's 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 how I actually re- I react to that stuff. I'm like, you know, get a pass rush, you know, you know, make them uncomfortable. And that's what I always do at that point. When, it, when it's like that, when I know it's going to be four downs, I'm like, OK, you know, OK, three more plays, two more plays. OK, defense, you only got to come up with one more play. Make the stop here. That's 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 actually me at that point. I mean, that's the way I react to stuff like that when I know it's the last part of the game and the other team needs to go. So, and the Lions just need to make four stops. You know, okay, all you need is four stops. You know, all you need is four stops. And then, obviously, if they get a first down, it's like, okay, come on, four plays. That's what you got, four plays. And then, if it gets to like, <laughs> okay. they need a field goal, I'm like, come on, okay, okay, like, hold enough field goal. Okay, this range, <laughs> get him pushed back. You want as far as possible. That's actually the way I am at that point in the game.
1: Okay, but I say. This is my beef, and this is going to be my question till the end of time. Like, what is going to get you to think instead of, here we go again, oh, see, we're going to lose, we're down three, to start thinking, we played great, we just had a terrible circumstance at a bad time, but they're at, you know, whatever yard line it'd be. Like, go make a play. Your whole thing about, well, it's four, it's four, there's four down. Now there's three. Now just need a field goal. Like, isn't, I mean, that's just basic, like, You're just hoping that, you know, the, the basic or the good thing will happen at that point, rather than having a positive mindset saying like, Hey, last week against the chargers, this team didn't fold. They went out and won the football game at the end by making plays a pick by slay and a third and six. What, why are they going to clunk it up now? Oh, because the lions, you know, 20 years ago did. And then because I've seen it a million times, have you seen it from this team? Because Two out of the three weeks, I've seen incredible grit, fight, everything. So, again, my question, so, is what's going to get you over the hump to actually, like, think positive and say, no, we're going to still win this game? Screw that.
0: Um, don't tie a crappy Arizona team and give up an 18-point lead in the fourth quarter. So, okay. I mean, you, did you, know did you not- miss
1: the Did you miss the game after that, or does that not well, count? Because well, they, they, they did well, the exact opposite the next question.
0: week. Have you seen it this year? Yeah, we saw it the very first game. It wasn't a loss, but they tied a crappy Arizona team. Okay, so uh, right, yes. Yeah, so what, what's going to is... make me change? What's going to make me change that? Um, they go out and they they kick the crap out of some teams in the game. You know, halfway in the fourth quarter, you know, it's out. You know, it's it's done. But like you said, they're going to have to put a few of those together before I do that. Considering they just blew an 18 point lead to Arizona. Did I see the next game? Yeah, I did see the next game. And did I see the Philadelphia game? Yeah, I did see the Philadelphia game. But
1: Okay. Like, so, like said, so, so, so in 2019,
0: yeah, I saw it this year. I saw it the very first game.
1: Okay. So let's get this on record. So in 2019 we're not taking your 30 years of fandom and all this other stuff we argued about a million times on the show, we're taking 2019 season Detroit lions. You've seen what you deem to be a terrible collapse in, in week one. And just a, oh, some...
0: I deem a lot of people deem that.
1: Okay, because you missed the first three quarters. Yeah, I get it. You only remember the end of the game. But then you saw a good win against the they Chargers where they fought their butt off.
0: Say. That makes no sense. Makes zero sense. They play four quarters. It's a four-quarter game is what you said. So they were great for three quarters, but the fourth quarter <sighs> of the Arizona game, they stunk it up. Okay, they play four quarters. I mean, you can't go back on your own sayings now. This,
1: Grifka, this is how my brain works. If you play great for 80 to 90% of the game and you clunk up 10 and you tie or loss or whatever – I still chalk that up. I don't. I don't chalk it up as a terrible game because I remember the other ninety percent. You and other Lions fans only remember that ten percent that sucked. So, like, eventually, I'm going to get you the point which I was trying to explain before you went Grifco on me. Like, okay, they played eighty to ninety percent good and ten percent bad and lost, tied the game week one. Then they put together. What would you say against the Chargers? I'd say at least like two to three good quarters there and won the game when it counted. So there's another, you know, two half to maybe two thirds of pretty good football stacking that on each other. Did they come out and beat the hell out of the Philadelphia Eagles for basically a half to three quarters? If you want to say that. Yeah. But all you're looking at are these other little slivers like, oh, well, we almost lost it here at the end. Oh, it was a little tight versus the chargers. Oh, we played bad for eight minutes against the Cardinals. Like, Yeah, at the end of the day, your record is what matters, but I'm not going to discount all these good things I'm seeing from the football team, which is good offense, you know, moving the ball. Yeah, okay, we haven't run it incredible, but we've made plays in the most crucial situations. We've shown amazing grit. We've won games that we need to win. So for 2019, you have about two thirds good and a third bat if you want to chalk it up. So that's been my beef and my bizarro Kool-Aid with you today is I wanted the people to see that you can either look at the two thirds good and the, and the two wins and the and the good football we played, or you can focus on that, you know, eight minutes against Arizona and say, see, that's why they're not a good team because of that. And, and that's why I got the issue.
0: Well, I mean, you can have that issue, but like you said, me and a lot of the other Lions fans are going to remember a team. They didn't, they didn't, they weren't, if if that tie was to happen against the Kansas City Chiefs, I'd be like, okay, fine, Kansas City—they're good, they're a damn good football team—and we just tied Kansas City. But no, it happened against the Arizona Cardinals, and Arizona's not that good. So yeah, that's going to stick in your craw for a little bit. It is that's with most Lions fans. Just because you remember, oh, the, the sunshine and rainbows—they blew an 18-point lead in the fourth quarter to a bad football team. Okay. Did, you, but you it ever come? Compliment- feel free to remember the first mm. three quarters.
1: You Does know, it ever so compute in your head that that was game one, you know, that uh, now we're here at game three, you're starting to get a better view of this team. And to me, they're a pretty gritty, good football team in a lot of different little areas that they haven't been in the past. And uh, I, I, yeah, I do consider to focus on that rather than, oh, look, they lost to Arizona. Oh, hey, hello. It's week one. Like, they're still getting everything together. They didn't have some of their main defensive players. Now we got people coming back like... I don't know. We're going to have this fight to the end of time. But so, so basically like, unless the lines put together some beat downs and a bunch of good games in a row, you're just, you know, not going to believe or are going to kind of be on the dark cloud side.
0: Well, no, you're right. Go beat down the teams that were, that we're predicting them to go beat down. I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching stuff this weekend because Daniel Jones had a great game against a crappy Buccaneers team. All of a sudden, the Giants are, like, very capable of beating the Lions. No, go beat down the Giants. That is a crappy football team. Go put the fear of God in them and just beat the junk out of them, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Go beat down those teams. Don't play the New York Giants close, okay? Don't do that. Go beat – you yell at me. You, you made fun of me for predicting a Raiders loss. The Raiders aren't a very good football team either. They got better talent than last year, but their, their depth isn't that great this year. So, yeah, you want to go out to Oakland and beat them down. Okay. Beat down those teams that you're supposed to be so much better than. Yeah. Show me that. Don't barely skate by. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking
1: about. (laughs) You do know it's the NFL too. Where basically every game is within a touchdown, ten points. There's
0: like two really good teams, and everybody else in the same bucket. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I've heard (laughs) that a whole bunch of times. I know that's what the Patriots think. Well, we're about as good as you know. We're about as good as you know the Jets. You know, so if we skate by, it's okay. And we're about as good as you know the Dolphins. So if we skate by, it's okay. You know, no. You know what the Patriots thinking? We're gonna go out there and beat the living crap out of them. We're better than them. We're going to go beat the daylights out of them, and they freaking do it. So to sit back and oh, really, you know, all the teams are, like, really, really close.
1: How many times do you say the pages have an absolute blowout, like 40 to 10 or 40 to 14? Uh, when, did, how, how often does that happen, Grifka?
0: Last week against the New York Jets. There.
1: <laughs> but in a season, maybe, like, a couple times for a really good team might totally crush somebody.
0: I mean, like that year where they were undefeated then got upset by the Giants in the Super Bowl where they were just dog-whipping everybody? Yeah, you're right. That doesn't happen very often at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, is, that, is that the example you picked out? It's really the only time it's ever happened in NFL history where a team almost went undefeated and had the best you know offensive production you know, of all time? There's a lot of teams that are well. really
0: good. There's, I, I know you've been watching football for like 15 years, but there's a lot of times teams go out there that are really good and they know it, and they just kick the living dog crap out of the other team. Okay? They know it. They're just that much better than them. But okay, but your but your world where everybody's like in the same bucket because so if you know, even if you win at home at one or lose on the road at one, well every team's like really close so like nobody really beats up on anybody else
1: right that's us that's the that's the current day nfl everything is basically a coin flip and every once in a while you'll get a either a beat down or get beat down but it's not the end of the world so like i said i i don't think we'll ever come you'll just always have this in your head that because of the past because of this and i'm just trying to coach you out of it and say there was no reason to think we were going to lose to philadelphia the way we had played but i know everybody out there was thinking here we go here we go and it's like here we go what We've been playing great. Now all we got to do is finish. They went out and finished. Let's be excited about it, which I am. The Lions are 2-0 and 1, which is equivalent to this. I'm undefeated, never lost. They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, which I cannot wait to talk about on Friday with you. And then after that, they get a bye week, and then me and you will be in Green Bay. Who knows what our record will be? We might be on cloud nine out there, just ready to rock and roll in Lambo. I mean, can you get behind that or what?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm behind that. I'm stoked for it.
1: (laughs) I gave you my word and it
0: took you forever to find the button.
1: Find the bell. (laughs) Griffgood there's only one other thing to ask while we shut the show down. I mean, we, we've been back and forth. We've uh, done some Caruso's. We had a bunch of fun. You've uh, plugged your Twitter a few times. Like, do you have anything else for the people?
0: Uh, no.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, good show. I'm looking forward to Friday. Everybody's really pumped up by this KC game. So we'll talk about all that and we'll do that all right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Uh, Take care everybody. Thank you so much. We're out. Pack the back, Start the play. This game is over. It is over.
0: What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.